0: or complete terms.
2: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law.
3: 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today. At
4: 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Want to tell you about the iHeartRadio Music Festival. It is back September 23rd and 24th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Two nights, one stage. Live performances by Avril Lavigne. Black Eyed Peas, Halsey, Lionel Richie, the Lionel Richie, LL Cool J, Luke Combs, Nicki Minaj, so many more. The Black Keys, Megan Thee Stallion, Sam Smith. It is a wonderful lineup, including Pat Benatar. You can buy tickets at axs.com. All the info is at iheartradio.com forward slash festival. And I started with that. Because if you don't know me, I know it's been many years at this point, but I myself and also producer Tawala Sharp, we both came from the music business. I worked on the label side, working with labels like Capitol Records, Warner Brothers Records, Virgin Records, Interscope Records, uh, the the Los Angeles Chamber Orchestra. And Tawala Sharp worked in urban radio, radio stations, putting hip hop and R&B music on the radio. He's responsible for A lot of hits that you may know over the years. And so we come at this next subject from a very distinct perspective. And I can say this unequivocally, that what we're about to tell you will be the most in-depth and earnest conversation of the recent sentencing of R. Kelly that you will get anywhere on KFI, bar none. Bar none. I throw in some other stations, but I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure about this one. (laughs) Yeah. R. Kelly, as you know at this point, has been sentenced to 30 years in prison for sex trafficking. And that's saying nothing of his future trial in August, second federal trial. And he also has a state trial coming up in Minnesota. Long story short, he will die in prison. Without a doubt. I can say that confidently, and I don't say that to celebrate i don't say that with a hint of glee i think it's a very sad story given what we're getting ready to tell you r kelly and i say this as someone who worked in the in the music business during his height and heyday i say this as someone who worked with him against my own desire when he was coming out with his own autobiography called solar coaster which was printed on Tavis Smiley's Hay House Imprint book. So he did it with Tavis Smiley, and I was Tavis Smiley's uh, senior uh, uh, radio producer at that time. So I was dealing with R. Kelly then. You, Twala Sharp, were dealing with uh, R. Kelly when?
2: During my time as the music director slash assistant program director at then radio station 92.3 The Beat turned 100.3 The Beat responsible for quite possibly every single record that you heard from him in the city of Los Angeles and any surrounding area, we broke those records. We were the R. Kelly station. You dealt with him directly, did you not? Directly. Have done uh, show promotions with R. Kelly, have done any number of private club events that were hosted by or featuring R.
4: Kelly, have been in his presence multiple times. This is what we need to tell you. There are some people who are going to say that the sentence of R. Kelly for 30 years for sex trafficking is unfair when compared to Ghislaine Maxwell's sentence for 20 years for sexual, tra- for s- sexual trafficking. Yes and no. I'm not going to do all that. Don't have time for that analysis. But this is what I will say. R. Kelly was a known sexual predator for decades. Yeah for decades. He may have been sentenced in 2022, but this goes back to the 1990s. I can say that confidently for certain without a fact. Well, Mo, why didn't you do something? I did. I I had a column with eurweb.com, which I wrote consistently talking about how r kelly needs to be in jail i even said it during his original child pornography trial of 2008 before i even came to kfi and iHeartMedia. media so i was the one who was on the front lines fighting to get this guy put in jail because it was known that he was a predator he it was known that he was a groomer before they even Applied that terminology to anyone. He was that guy who was literally Combing junior high schools for victims. He was sending out people in his entourage to find girls to bring to him I didn't say young women. I'm talking about girls 12 13 years old and when I was working at Interscope Records, this was maybe 1999 2000 ish There was a discussion if you already know this then you know where I'm going. There was this tape which was circulating in the music industry, which allegedly was a VHS tape, allegedly depicted R. Kelly having sex with a young woman slash minor. It was unclear whether the female in the video was of age or not, but it had been circulating around the music industry. As time went on, it came out that the girl was underage. And when it came out, it was under he, she was under age. R Kelly started publicly denying that that was him in the video. When it was clear, it was him in the video. It was circulated everywhere. I'm just trying to give you some time and historical context that he was a known sexual predator for the better part of a half a century.
2: When that video was first being rumored that it existed, the aunt of said, Girl, an artist by the name of Sparkle, who we played all the time on the beat. She was an artist that had been discovered by R. Kelly. She came on our station with air personality Adimu to break this story and said, The story that you're hearing, this is my niece. It is true every single thing. And this young lady caught hell for breaking this story. Adimu caught hell. Our station caught hell. We were the, all the fingers. Everyone in the black music industry in the city of Los Angeles came at our station. How dare you? This is alleged. This is that. The other defending R. Kelly, who was defending at the height of R. Kelly. the stage. Yes, he was. He was. He, he was. This is. I believe I can fly. R. Kelly. Right. He could do no wrong. Okay. Then. Sparkle brought the tape to us and said, tell me that's not R. Kelly. Clear as day, without watching his actions, you could see that it was him. That's my brother. Oh, no, sir. That is you. We stopped playing his music.
4: When we come back, we're going to tell you more about that tape and how the community rallied to defend him and also the allegations of R. Kelly, witness tampering and also paying off members of the jury – and other witnesses, so he could gain that acquittal in 2008 under child pornography charges, which set the stage for all the events in between then and now, and all the other subsequent victims. You're not going to be able to hear about this anywhere else other than here on The Johnny Ken Show. Mo Kelly in for Johnny Ken. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeart Radio app. We have your chance to win more money when we come back. Before the break, we were talking about R. Kelly. I was going to use my history working around and with R. Kelly to talk about his recent sentencing and put it in a context you've probably not heard or uh, known, for lack of a better word, and also Tuala Sharp, who's producing the show today. I've asked him to add his expertise as a former R&B and hip-hop radio programmer, broke just about every single R. Kelly hit. In other words, if you heard R. Kelly in L.A., he had something to do with it for some perspective, not to gas ourselves, but just a statement of fact. Yeah. Going back to this videotape, which depicted who was thought to be R. Kelly and a girl or woman it was not originally known engaging in a number of sexual acts. The To bring you back up to speed, Tawala was telling us about an artist by the name of Sparkle who had come to his station specifically to let everyone... Know on the air that the girl in was subsequently known the girl in the that tape, that VHS tape was her niece and yes, was underage, and yes, that was Robert Kelly in the video. And from that, many people in the music community, specifically the African American music community, this is before R. Kelly was the worldwide star, or he was right on the precipice, I would say. Yeah. And many people came to his defense in the way that people came to the defense of Michael Jackson, in the way that people came to the defense of other stars, we're going to tie all this together eventually, defending them because people were more caught up in the music, in the artistry, and not looking for looking at it for what it was, the fact that he was and still is actually a sexual predator of the worst kind, preying on young girls. What happened after that is, he because of that tape, He was indicted and went to trial uh, trial on child pornography charges. There have been any number of published reports, you can verify this, that uh, Kelly's people, including R. Kelly, either paid off members of the jury or paid off and threatened witnesses not to testify, including the the niece in question who was pictured in the video to not testify. And so he was able to get an acquittal. And I wrote about this extensively saying you've just opened the door for more victims now. He is virtually untouchable. And since that time, when we talk about the 30-year sentence that he received and how it is or is not unfair, comparatively speaking, with Ghislaine Maxwell, who got 20 years— Robert Kelly was not only the Ghislaine Maxwell of his sex ring. He was the Jeffrey Epstein as well. Yeah. He, was, he was the financier. He was the the, the the participant. He was the abuser. He was every facet of what was going on. He was the one who was literally the jailer of these girls, keeping them in like a dungeon basement in his house, refusing to let them even speak to their families, inflicting physical violence on them. The stories are all true. They're numerous. There have been uh, a number of documentaries in later years which have helped, but we, when I say we, within the, the 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 professional community and the creative community, have known this for many years, and we've been screaming. I know you and your station said, we're not playing his music. You know what's worse
2: is, every single person who is a fan of R. Kelly Actually knows this howmo because of his what marriage to then recording artist Aaliyah, who was underage at the time of their marriage.
4: Let's be let's be specific. She was
2: 15 years old. That's underage, except except they went to a county. I can't remember where off the top of their head where it supposedly was legal
4: there. But they and also they, lied for that marriage license. They did. They did. So when we talk about R. Kelly in the continuum of his behavior, you have to talk about the fullness of his behavior. When he was sentenced for 30 years, honestly, he should have been sentenced for 300 years. And he may get that when all is said and done. That's why there has been such a, a um, I would say, uh, this loud silence from his supporters. What changed the trajectory of this story, I would say, there's a man by the name of George Daniels. He is a um, a record, um, a music store owner called George's Music Room in Chicago, where R. Kelly's from. And George Daniels was responsible for breaking, when I say breaking, making him popular and a star in Chicago selling his music. George Daniels had found out somewhere along the way that R. Kelly was grooming George's daughter and somehow brought his daughter into the fold. That's when George Daniels, who is highly respected within the the most respected, the most respected people within the music industry. So if you don't believe me, just, just Google George Daniels, George's music room. So you have some perspective when he came out specifically, I think it was um, an interview on KJLH, a local radio station where he told the story of how R Kelly was a, a sexual predator, Came after his daughter and so forth. I think that's when it started to change because George's reputation was above reproach, is above reproach, and people began to see it for what it was yes. and could no longer deny it. And and R. Kelly was on the downside of his musical career in the sense of being the money maker and and paying for the lives of so many people. He could not pay off as many people as he once could, allegedly. So he did not have the ability to keep this under control. And also the proliferation of social media in the way that it took a virality, uh, the viral nature of social media, for this to turn into something, just like Bill Cosby. I think this was a similar instance where he could no longer control the message or his perception.
2: Yeah. Yes. And the all you what what about Harvey Weinstein? Well, yes, Harvey Weinstein is going down, too. So are you happy?
4: When we come back, we're going to... I would say juxtapose the R. Kelly story with something which is going on right now. We're trying to tell you now, take a look at this right now, because it has all the same earmarks of an R. Kelly or a Bill Cosby. We're telling you now so you don't have to wait and find out, oh, my gosh, this has been going on for years. We're telling you right now and we're looking at it through the lens of people's like, I've seen this before. I recognize the wallpaper. It's the exact same freaking thing, a just a different name. And you have a Hollywood corporate structure bending over backwards to protect this moneymaker to the detriment of many victims, allegedly. This is the Johnny Ken Show. Mo Kelly in for John and Ken. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Mo Kelly in for John and Ken. And if you go to my Twitter right now, at Mr. Mo Kelly, M-R-M-O-K-E-L-L-Y. I just tweeted out an article I wrote more than a decade ago about R. Kelly, some of the history, how his road manager and other people had come out against him. This was more than a decade ago. More than a decade. So this is how much of an open secret, if you will, his issues his crimes now we can say were and how it had gone basically unaddressed and people were denying it and believed everyone believed r kelly at the expense of everyone else. Everyone else had to have been lying. I have been saying this for the better part of 15 years. So when someone today says, it's unfair what they're doing to R. Kelly, he gets 30 years and Gilead Maxwell only got 20, you have no idea the depth of the depravity and the lengths that R. Kelly had gone to to stay out of jail, including allegedly bribing witnesses and victims to avoid going to jail for child pornography, having nothing to do with the actual having sex with a minor on camera it was just child pornography to get out of that back in 2008 you have no idea how evil this man is
2: the lengths that they went through allegedly even threatening individuals in Chicago, mob style, there are so many things that this individual went through, and I get it. The same way people tried to rally behind Bill Cosby when we started the Cosby files and just, i mean, been talking different media individuals, different people within, you know, the black press. Oh, we caught a lot of hell for that. nonstop. stop You're just trying to tear a black man down. It's like, how about we're telling the truth? This many people can't be lying if one of them is telling the truth. It's enough for him to get off of that soapbox and stop telling people to pull their pants up when you're busy pulling girls' pants down. No, sir. Uh oh. No, sir. This individual, R. Kelly, when we started talking about this man when it first started, went, Tawala, why aren't you playing this music anymore? And that's bias. You're playing all this other music from rappers and this, that, and the other. Sure. Who are bad people? For, for a bad, bad people. Yes. You know, yes. All the gangster rap that. We played and all that. But you know what? When I saw the tape, that was enough for me. I don't care what you do after that. I'll give this man a Nobel Prize if you want to. They can build a gel on top of him for all I
4: care. Now that we talked about R. Kelly, we want to tell you about something that's going on in the news right now, which is eerily reminiscent of things similar to R. Kelly. And if you allow this to turn into another R. Kelly situation where we wait 10 years from now to say, I had no idea. This is on you.
2: When you first start hearing about actor Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller had been cast as the Flash in the Justice League movie. He was cast in one of the uh, Harry Potter spinoff films, the Fantastic Beasts, um, all these different things. He's a rising star. And then, you know, you start to find out he acts uh, badly on set. You know, he likes to cuss people out. And then next, you know, he's in Hawaii and he's getting into fights at karaoke bars. At karaoke bars, and then you That's say, "Wow, innocent enough." Innocent enough, you know. He's a he's a wild actor. No, it's you know. not he; it's they. They Being are respectful a of wild actor. The pronouns, yes, they are wild. They get into it, and they have an issue with their hostilities towards others. Okay, fine. An actor behaving badly, we've seen that before all the time. Whatever. But when it comes out that they are accused of grooming a young woman beginning at the age of 12. Where have we heard that before? Cult-like behavior, all of these things. That's when you say they are tripping. But then you hear another story. Keep going, keep going. And then you hear yet another story. <laughs> where, where, also confinement,
4: if I'm not mistaken.
2: And weapons involved. Weapons involved. Uh, hosting a young woman at their ranch where there were weapons. One child was said to have been uh, filmed with a bullet in their hand and put it in their mouth. All types of wild stuff is happening. If the parents of the first child had to serve this individual to keep them away from their child and they ran from the police, they are still Still hiding, they have still not been served, they are busy on their social media, thumbing their nose at authorities, then they need to be stopped. The bigger issue is Warner Brothers. How are you then going to have a film starring them as a lead character for a superhero film? I don't care how many millions of dollars you have put into this film.
4: And they have, oh, let's give some backstory. The movie The Flash has been often delayed, and they keep pushing it back. It's done, but because of the issues of Ezra Miller, it hasn't ever received an official release date. They keep pushing it back. They're trying to save the movie. They
2: actually said, they, meaning Warner Brothers, have said that they have two different options. One, they will wait for the drama to die down as if all to go away. It'll go away. You know, they will stop worrying about they, meaning you, the people will stop worrying about Ezra Miller and this hubbub or release it straight to the app. You need to release it to the garbage bin. Why is Hollywood so,
4: so protective of this horrific behavior? Here's the real answer. You know the answer, but here's the real answer. And sometimes it's criminal behavior. Sometimes it's protecting the golden goose. I can give you specific am- uh, examples. I was talking about and I had witnessed firsthand. I'm, this is not like thirdhand hearsay firsthand. The drug dependency of Whitney Houston witnessed it, saw it, saw Whitney and Bobby using drugs, getting high in person. I've seen it, and even though she was on TV talking about crack is whack, and she didn't have a drug problem, the industry coalesced around her and said, no, 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 that's Whitney, and they, I should say Arista Records, a record company coalesced around her, and protected her because she was making so many people so much money, and to the point where the drug... Problem got out of hand. I saw her high at the Grammys, showing up for rehearsals late, high, hungover. And I said, she's going to put herself in the, in the, in the dirt. And eventually, when she does die, people uh, wake up and say, oh, my gosh, how did this happen? How did it get to this point? Right. Because they let it happen because they're making so much money for that entity. Ezra Miller is not at that point. But they were at the precipice, Ezra Miller, of making that much money for Warner Brothers. A two
2: hundred. Million dollar film, a film that was arguably set to relaunch Warner Brothers troubled superhero universe. They were going to use this film, The Flash, to help reset things with the their version of the multiverse, uh, a Flashpoint film that could reset everything and help to write the train wreck that has been the D.C.
4: Extended Universe. No. This is the John and Ken show. We have a little bit more when we come back to finish out this hour. Mo Kelly in for Johnny and Ken. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. There is a theme which weaves all these subjects together that we've been discussing. I started today talking about the Supreme Court and how our opinions about the Supreme Court don't necessarily dictate what it is or what it was meant to be. And also talked about some of the laws locally which are going into effect. And and how many times we may want things which are not necessarily for the good of us all, or at least we lack the vision to see how what we want may not be good long term or will not necessarily give us what we want down the road, talking about like minimum wage. The reason why we're talking about R. Kelly, the headline is he was sentenced to 30 years. He'll probably die in jail with his other. Most likely convictions which are coming and sentences which will come subsequent to that. That's the easy discussion to have. The hard discussion is telling the truth about how it got to this point. And if we told the truth, we would have realized that there was an opportunity missed in 2008 to convict him of child pornography. And if that were were done, if that were done, then all these other victims would not have happened. And part of the reason why he wasn't convicted is too many people turned a blind eye trying to protect his career as opposed to protecting the young girls. And I would submit to you today is that we don't do that anymore. It's one thing to idolize someone's talent. It's another thing if you are idolizing someone's talent because you don't want to deal with the reality of the vulgarity and criminality of who they are at their root. R. Kelly has been a criminal for decades, and it could have been prevented if someone tried somewhere along the way. So bringing it forward, and I'm not saying that Ezra Miller is guilty of anything. I'm not saying that he has done anything that is criminal in nature. I'm saying that they, Ezra Miller, is possibly Exhibiting some of the similar signs that we've seen in other uh, celebrities who have then then gone on (laughs) to done all sorts of criminal things and then we look back and say, how did it happen? How did Bill Cosby happen? How did Harvey Weinstein happen? Because there is a mechanism, there is a machine, if you will, you can call it the Hollywood machine, you can call it powerful people, whomever, rich people, whatever, who are protecting these individuals to the detriment of you and me. People without power, people without fame, people who can't necessarily step in and intervene. But because of social media, there is more power to the people in that regard and we're telling you these are, this is a situation which is, which is exhibiting the same signs and symptoms.
2: It's interesting how quickly everyone forgets Kristen Crook. Chloe from Smallville. Yep who was an actress on a super popular television show. Smallville's one of the most popular depictions of the character Clark Kent, a.k.a. who would become Superman in television history, right? This show was huge. The cast, huge. This young actress, one of the co-stars of the show, had been coercing... And grooming young ladies to be part of the Nexium cult, mm-hmm. the sex cult, where there these young actresses, young fledgling wannabe actresses, were being branded, and all types of other stuff is happening. What? Ezra Miller is being accused of is right along this right same door. path. It's right, it's right, next, right door. next door. It's, it's not right. even apples and oranges. It's the same
4: thing. We're talking He's about Washington of, apples. And,
2: you know. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> True reds or whatever. Right. All I'm saying is how can we as a society keep allowing this type of behavior to happen? We have to call this out. And I get it. He hasn't been convicted yet. But when they haven't. You, they haven't been convicted yet. My apologies. But at a certain point in time, when are we going to call individuals out the way that
4: it is? How many roaches do you need to see before you know you're infested? All right. And, and this is what it also comes down to. We can either be of the mindset that we're going to protect children. I'm not talking about QAnon. Protect children. I'm just talking about people who have actually demonstrated that they are dangerous. I'm not talking about conspiracy theories. I'm talking about people who've been arrested for all types of troubling behavior. We have to be able to take stock of that and also be willing to say, can't do this anymore we're not going to allow this to grow into something where it turns into something else anymore. And it's not a particular party. It's not a particular industry. It has to do with power and money and wherever you find power and money, you will find a Jeffrey Epstein. You will find a Harvey Weinstein. You will find a bill Cosby. You will find an R Kelly. It's power and fame and money That intersection is usually what opens the door for this type of stuff. I'm actually
2: surprised, shocked on a daily basis that the music industry is still a thing. The time that you and I spent in the music industry, the things that we have seen, be it at conventions, that we've seen, you know, backstage at concerts, that we have seen time and time again, hell, that I've seen in the radio station that I go Wow, I'm shocked that there's even a music
4: industry anymore. I I've I can only do what I do. I've spoken out against uh the sexual harassment of women at the Grammys. I was a a a witness for an FBI investigation for the Grammy's and National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences. They wrote um uh, right up in the L.A. Times, I was not mentioned, but it was around the investigation that I was tied to. I've spoken out at every portion and juncture of my career when I could. And I just try to do the best I can with what I have right where I am. But it will never be enough because we're talking about powerful, influential and political forces, to be frank, who are who are not going to allow certain people to be reached or, or touched. And, and, and that's the, the sad reality of it all. There's too much money in entertainment. There's too much money in politics. There's too much money in power and these other aspects, their intersection. And that's why these individuals continue to victimize other people in this industry in this in this world unfortunately um i'm not saying that ezra miller is the next i'm saying that ezra miller again is exhibiting all the same signs of the people we've already talked about and we say when is that person going to go to jail or why does that person keep getting opportunities because we allow it this is the john and ken show kfi am 640 we're live everywhere on the iheart radio app
3: 866- Six nine one two one seven three, Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com.
0: complete terms.